0: technical difficulties. You gotta love it. In all transparency, Amanda and I recorded a really good episode full of such great content that is centered around a topic that a lot of business owners are dealing with right now and have been dealing with for the past year or so. But after listening to playback, the audio was just not great. Therefore, we will be re-recording But instead of not having an episode for you all this week, we just wanted to replay one of our top episodes, which is the importance of knowing your ideal customer. This is a topic that is just so important as a business owner. We recorded this about a year ago, and it's still just true today. Your business should be focused on your ideal customer, who are you speaking to? If you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. And I personally feel like that is one of the reasons why I have had success in my business is because very early on, I niched down not only to podcast management and serving podcasters, but serving Female entrepreneurs and really, really, really getting to know their struggles. I myself am a, obviously a female entrepreneur and podcaster and a millennial. And that is my ideal client in my business. I know her struggles. I know what she's going through. I know how to help her. And I think as a business owner, if you don't know that, if you don't know who you're marketing to, if you don't know who you are helping and you're just trying to help every single person out there, then you're just going to experience growth a lot slower. So this is something that's really fun to do if you're a new business owner and you're not sure who you want to work with or how to niche down feel free to reach out to us. This is something that I love helping business owners with and brainstorming and just getting creative and really helping to hone in on who that ideal person is. And it'll just be much easier for you as a business owner to, I think, create new content, new marketing content, create your services, your products, It just makes things a lot easier and it helps you see success a lot quicker. So if you have any questions, like I said, feel free to reach out to us and enjoy this replay and be sure to stay tuned for our new recording
1: that will be out in two weeks. Welcome to the Dreamer to Entrepreneur podcast,
0: a show designed to motivate and inspire women to stop sitting on the sidelines of
1: life and finally take action towards accomplishing their dreams. Join us, Brittany Hughes and Amanda Benedict, as we share business advice, as well as our own experiences of starting and building a successful business while also juggling mom life.
0: You'll also hear from other amazing women who bring their own message and advice to the show through inspiring interviews. It's all collaboration over competition here. Get ready to dream big, take action, and always show kindness. Let's dive in. Some of the reasons why you need to know your ideal client or customer, in my opinion, the biggest thing is just for clarity. I know specifically I'll give you an example for podcast in general. I'll there it's crazy to me how many podcasters do not know their ideal listening audience. Mm-hmm. So for one of my packages, one of the first things we do is dive in to your ideal listener because You need to know who you're speaking to. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What are their fears? What are their pain points? So you can really talk to them. And also, where you need to market your show. That's a big thing. You know, people think that just because Instagram and TikTok, just because those two are the popular social media platforms, Mm -hmm. that they just automatically need to be on there. But if your ideal client is, let's say, a 50, 60 year old, man or woman, they're not going to be on Instagram or yeah. TikTok. You know, you want to be on probably Facebook, maybe LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So really just understanding that and knowing where you should market, it's just huge. It really just gives you clarity so you're not scatterbrained and wondering, "Oh, you know, I need to be in all of these places and marketing mm-hmm. to all of these people." Yeah. You know, really honing in a niche and getting. Yeah.
1: Well, that, yeah, like especially in in marketing because that is very important for growing your business but you know you really need to be able to identify like what avenues are the best because you know marketing is it's going to cost you money like that's yeah. an expense you're going to have to pay for your business so really knowing your ideal customer identifying them and being able to market and cater to those people will be the most beneficial and give you the biggest return on you know your marketing budget and the amount you're spending you don't want to willy-nilly just do everything everywhere you know because if it's not going to be beneficial for you if it's you're not going to see a return then it's just wasted dollars and that's money and marketing and and your time that you could put into something that is going to give you a return and so yeah. it's important to kind of know who you are catering to, who is your ideal client so you can market and direct your marketing towards them. So, you know, you see the most return from your effort because there's nothing more discouraging than like spending all this time or spending all this money and like not seeing any return. Like that's disheartening.
0: Yeah. Knowing your ideal client and creating that client avatar is going to help make, just like you said, efficiency, your systems, your processes. Everything is going to go so much smoother because, in the back of your mind, you know who you're selling to. So, and also your sales process. I know for me, like when I'm on a discovery call with a potential client, I'm not having to worry about making the sale because I'm really just diving into those pain points because I already know her pain points. I know why she needs a podcast to help grow her business. So the sales calls, like I no longer dread them. It's no longer a struggle because I know how to help her. So it's already going to just... It's just going to create efficiency, clarity, and ultimately, it's going to increase your revenue because you have... You're not wasting
1: time. Not not wasting time. And then, two, like on that same thought line, whenever you are pricing your services or your goods, like knowing your ideal customer is going to help you to be able to price accordingly. You're not going to be everything for everybody, you know, and that's okay.
0: And that's something that a lot of business owners, I think, struggle with because they Mm -hmm. think, well, you know, I'm not going to make as much money. If I'm only talking to this specific person and not everybody, yeah. but it's actually the complete opposite.
1: Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I mean, you don't want to shortchange yourself or your skills in your, just as an example, like we'll say getting your nails done. Okay. I can have my four year old daughter paint my nails, yeah, she can paint my nails. she can, <laughs> or I can go to a salon and have a professional and pay for it, and you know I'm gonna pay whatever service fee they're charging. You're paying not only for like the service the end result service but you're also paying for their experience and their expertise, and that's important to think about when you're pricing your goods or your services is the customer is not just paying for that end result. They're paying for the experience and the knowledge that you have put into it. They're paying for your time. They're paying for your experience. So you don't want to shortchange yourself. So by knowing your ideal client, you're going to be able to cater to them, cater your prices without shortchanging yourself. Like I hate when, you know, go to events or go to shows and like someone doesn't want to pay what you're charging for something. But I mean, you deserve to get paid just like anyone else, just like any other job for your services and your skills. Like I had an example this weekend that a customer was looking at stickers and she didn't want to pay for the stickers. And you know, the stickers I sell, I design, they're made, manufactured in the USA. They're not from China. They're small batch printed in the USA. So it's going to be a different price than buying them from China or something. Yeah. You know, and she didn't want to pay. She did eventually pay for it. <laughs> she did eventually pay of for course. it. So it down. But then I'll have customers come up and they'll buy 20. Like I had a girl literally buy 20 stickers, like a not bad night at the price. So, knowing your ideal customer will help you identify that price point. And so that you're able to grow your business and you're earning what you deserve to be earning for your skill set and the product you're producing or services.
0: Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, I get potential clients that they'll see my pricing and then, you know, they say it's too expensive, just like the, your stickers. And you can't, like, I remember in the beginning when I started getting that, I was, you know, it can get discouraging and you can think, okay, well, maybe I need to lower my prices. Maybe, maybe this is too high, blah, blah, blah. But you need to change that mindset and get into the mindset like, okay, it's too expensive for her, which means she's not my ideal client. She can go to somebody else cheaper, but she's not my ideal person. Same with the stickers. That Lady probably wasn't your ideal customer, but just because she isn't doesn't mean that somebody else isn't going to pay for it. So, you know, for the people that say no, there's always a woman that comes along and says yes without hesitation to my prices. And, you know, we start working together and it's it's an awesome fit to work with her. And so I think if you're getting a no, don't let that discourage you mm-hmm. because, It's actually, I say it's just God doing us a favor because he is, we didn't want, or I didn't want them as a client anyways, because more than likely it would not be a good fit. Mm -hmm. So just because you're getting a no doesn't mean you need to change your whole business concept Mm -hmm. and make Mm -hmm. changes for you, your ideal client or customer is going to come along pay your prices and they're going to love it way more than
1: no. Yeah. And just because someone maybe isn't your ideal customer, there's nothing wrong with that. They're, yeah. they're someone else's ideal customer. There's right. so many people doing so many different things, different services, and people with different skill sets and different experiences. So, and even just different personalities that you yeah. mesh with, that's important too with what I do and going and talking with customers and things like that. So just because they're not your ideal customer doesn't mean they're not someone else's ideal customer. You know, you just can't. You would wear yourself out trying to cater to everybody and their brother. Exactly. This is good information that pertains to both Brittany's business that is online, as well as my business that is a more face-to-face, in-person customer experience. So it's important in both areas, whether your business is going to be online or whether you're interested in building a brick and mortar location. Knowing your ideal customer can really help tremendously in so many different aspects from marketing to sales to you know finding the right direction that your business is going to and really honing in on who your ideal customer is and how you can best service them with your products or services that you are offering.
0: Yes, absolutely. So one thing that we recommend doing is figuring out your client avatar where you actually sit down. It's a fun thing to do. I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I think I sat down and it took me about an hour to just brain dump everything. And so basically, it's just a representation of your ideal client or your target Mm -hmm. audience for marketing. So creating a client avatar helps you understand your ideal client or customer on a deeper level. It defines your niche. It helps you hone into your messaging, your sales pitch, your content. I mean, pretty much every element of your business, you kind of just want to have like that client avatar in the back of your mind mm-hmm. and thinking, you know, would she, my Amanda's case, it's a she, um, yeah, <laughs> she or he or he, what would, would they like this? So there are five key elements of a client avatar. So this will kind of help you sit down and build yours and kind of what, What you need to think about, and you can go into detail as much as you want with this. The more detail you go into, the better because yeah, you'll it's like you know them like the back of your
1: hand. I'm excited. I have never, um, I haven't made one, so after this episode, I'm gonna like, I like, I know what my ideal client is, like, I know all the characteristics, but I'm gonna like sit down after this episode and make an avatar. So yeah, I'll have to share it with you.
0: Yeah, and it's fun because like. When you're done, it's almost like you've created a little mini best friend because, like, for your business. So, Mm -hmm. number one, what do they want to achieve? Like, what lights them up and just makes them so happy? Number two, what are their fears? So, what do they not like? Number three, what or who makes them take action? Number four, this is the fun part common traits for their demographic. So where do they live? Where do they work? Do they work from home? Do they actually drive to an office? Do they have a spouse or kids? Or are they a single, you know, in their early 20s person? Are they living in the US? Are they living in Australia? Like just really getting solid? Getting or- all the
1: details. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then number five, the common traits for their psychographics. So this is getting into their head. So what makes them happy? What are they passionate about? Like their life goals? You know, what are their thoughts on money? Do they like to spend a lot of money? Do they not like to spend mm-hmm. a lot of money? Are they very frugal? Really getting inside of their head and understanding what they're thinking. And so, yeah, I recommend just jotting down and just brain dumping all of answers to those five key elements. And when you're done, just look at it and
1: you will have a little person that represents your business. So our challenge, and I'm going to participate in this challenge because I have not myself created an avatar, but our challenge for you is to sit down and just make a list, follow these five key elements and create your avatar. And if you do, we would love it if you shared it with us. You can share it on our social media page or direct message us. That would be awesome. We'd love to see the little avatar you create. And I will be sure to share my new little avatar with you guys as well. So you can kind of see who my avatar would be.
0: <laughs> I'm curious, explain to us a little bit your ideal customer for Blue mm-hmm. Jean. Yeah. Like, it's
1: such a fun
0: boutique. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, it's going to be like a little bit of a range, but you know, and it kind of ties into the fact that like, I'm a mom with, you know, young kids. So I would say majority of my client base are going to be moms. They're obviously going to be female. Like while I do have A select few of male customers. For the most part, you know, I participate in pop up shopping events and women go to shopping events. I am maybe signing up for a fishing show that is probably going to be mostly men just because the wives come and shop. But Mm -hmm. my ideal customer is definitely female. I would say um, just because of my, you know, my age and my style and kind of the things that I create, late 20s to mid 50s tends to be like my. I don't want to say bread and butter, but yeah, that's kind of like my age range. While I do sell to younger and I do sell to older, that's kind of the majority of my customer base. My style is girly and cute and country. And I love Dolly Parton and I have all my Dolly stuff. So definitely like that kind of customer who's into like cute, girly, fun, yet comfortable. And I try and print on like high quality Product So people who also appreciate the quality of the work too. So,
0: yeah. Did you like when Blue Jean was a thought? Mm-hmm. Is that automatic? Like, has anything changed from the beginning till now?
1: It definitely was. And just having been in the retail world for, I mean, 15 plus years, I, I don't even know how long it's been. I definitely, you know, over time that has developed. And then too, with just like I, grown and as a person, individual as well and aged and stuff, it kind of has changed. But definitely has been for a long time kind of in that. That's kind of been my ideal customer, even from the beginning. And you know, I started off just making these t-shirts and these designs that I liked. And then it kind of just fit in line with what my ideal customer was as well at the time. And so it's still that kind of same ideal customer... I
0: know for me, just in the past two years, I mean, I've, I wouldn't say I've shifted a lot, but I've definitely changed like who my ideal client is. Like I, this time last year, I was working with several men and kind of just open to working with any entrepreneur. And I mean, I still will work with men, not saying I don't like working with men, but it made me realize that I can just connect with women mm-hmm. similar to me. And so now, you know, I really, really, I-, I can just help on a deeper level women. I feel like between the ages of 25 to 40, because I know, you know, I know your pain points. So yeah, so especially if you're in the online space, don't feel like, you know, you created this client avatar and you've got to stick with that throughout your entire business journey. You definitely Mm
1: -hmm. don't. It can change and evolve as you change and evolve and grow and have new experiences.
0: Yeah. And so just, I would recommend doing like a yearly audit and, you know, just kind of doing this layout again, maybe once a year and Mm -hmm. see if there's changes and see if you need to make any adjustments. So one tip for you is to create a post-it note And I actually do this. I have this on my computer right now, but just get a Post-it note. And after you do your ideal or your client avatar brain dump, go ahead and kind of put it in a summary paragraph and put it on a Post-it note and put that Post-it note on your computer. And you can also... If you want to give them a face, mm-hmm. you can go online and think of, you know, what does this person look like? What does my ideal client look like? Go online and find a picture of them, print that out and put that right there along with your post-it note. That way, when you are creating your marketing, when you're creating your sales process, all of that, your ideal client avatar is right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like that reminder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or even if you have, like, I have a lot of regular customers who will take photos on social media and tag me and stuff. So even just printing, even if it's like an existing client of yours, you can like print that, you know, just like, well, what would, what would Mary like, even in the designing process, what would Mary like, what would she think about this? So it can be an actual person that, you know, is a current customer of yours or client of yours that kind of fits into that mold. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then also tip number 2, do some market research and you know we have this imaginary person right here on our computer with a post-it note, but also get out there and do market research and talk to these actual people. Mm-hmm. I know Amanda for you it's networking in person. I do a lot of networking, you know, just online, but you know networking and asking these people mm-hmm. questions, you know, what do you like? Getting to know yeah. the person. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. And I do that a lot. I mean, like you said, basically every week I'll do at least one, if not this week at three pop-up events. And so I spend a lot of times, even not just selling, just connecting and networking with customers. Yesterday I had a customer shown me she she's a mom. Her daughters are about to both be in middle school now, but she's been very involved in school and she planned the Daddy daughter dance and she's an artist and she was, sh- you know, showing me like, cause it was a um, let's go girls, like Western theme, which obviously like she saw in my booth and was like, Oh my gosh, like this is just like be perfect and stuff. But yeah, so just networking with people, building connections with those people when you can, you can do it online. You can do it in person, just depending on how your business is. And get to know those ideal customers and their wants, their needs, their likes. So you can, you know, kind of almost doing your own kind of like research on on people. And not only are you going to build like these really great connections, but you're also going to have more information about your ideal customer and how to best service them. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, I do it all the time. I do it every week.
0: Another tip, tip number three would be to, like I said earlier, just I say just do a yearly audit, a yearly check-in just to make sure you're still on track with your ideal client customer. Because we do make changes in our business, especially as entrepreneurs. I feel like we're always wanting more. We're always wanting to grow and reach for something more. And so you know, we might make changes in our business and not even realize that we didn't make changes based on our client avatar. Mm-hmm. So I say just once a year, check in, make mm-hmm. sure you are still selling to your ideal yeah.
1: person. Yeah. yeah, so we had talked about it earlier. Our challenge for you is to create your own avatar. And we really do want to see it. If you haven't already followed us on Instagram, it's at entrepreneur definitely give us a follow and share with us, whether it's direct message or yeah, share with us your avatar. We would love to see them. We'll share them on our stories too. I'm going to be making my avatar. So I'll definitely be sharing it with you guys. So you can see that as well. It's something fun to do. Oh yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to Our Mommy Show. Please subscribe and share with all your friends. See you in two weeks. Have a good day.